Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Well, hello. How are you? Good to see you. You look great. Don't let anybody tell you different. I don't care. I know you thought twice about wearing that today, but you look fantastic. I'm serious about that. So if you're stuck in an airport uh, with thousands of other people because you're unable to travel because either weather or the Omicron flight disruptions, bless your heart for listening to Chewing the Fat while you're trying to catch a flight back home or wherever you're going. If you were going to fly over the holidays, you for sure felt the disruptions. No question about it. We had the lady in Phoenix, (laughs) and I am no fan of Phoenix Airport. But, uh, well, I mean, at least American Airlines at Phoenix Airport, and we've gone into that story before. But this lady decided that, hey, 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 my plane is leaving and you're missing the plane. So she broke through the glass doors that separate the passenger area and the airfield and ran down the stairs because she wanted to stop the plane from taking off and leaving so that she could get on it. Now she was stopped by employees so she ended up missing the flight she didn't want to miss and she's being charged with first degree criminal trespassing on crucial public service facility okay all right thank you lock her up throw away the key she just didn't want to miss her flight anyway happy new year welcome to 2022 and i hope that you did not get arrested on the tarmac trying to stop your airplane from taking off without you on it. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. I know many of you probably spent the holidays hoping to win the Powerball or the Mega Millions, but you still have an opportunity. Now you could have won, you know, a million or thousands of dollars, or you could, you know, win like me. (laughs) I won $12. So yeah, I had some extra cash to spend over the holidays. But if you're listening live today, it is uh, January 3rd, 2022. And that means that there's a Powerball drawing tonight. For five hundred and forty million dollars, and then the Mega Millions power or lottery drawing is tomorrow, the fourth of January, twenty twenty-two, and that one is two hundred and forty-four million dollars. Cash option one seventy-two point five. Cash option for the Powerball is three eighty-four point three million dollars. That'd be sweet pretty sweet i'm i would rather have that than the 12 i'll tell you that but i do know that inflation is affecting everyone everyone inflation is affecting you know i used to get these emails 
from people saying, hey, uh, we've got an opportunity. We need your help. If you just help us and send us an email, we're going to give you the opportunity. In fact, seven months ago, uh, I think was the last one I got that said $47,745,533 euros could be in coming to my financial institution because they had no way of getting it to the U.S. And man, did I want to jump in on that, but I didn't. But $47 million, that's worth your time. If you believe it, that's worth your time to do it. But I got an email over the holidays that proved just how bad <laughs> inflation really is. Okay, this particular email is asking for help because they've got an outstanding payment that they need to get into my bank account over here in the U.S. Now, this comes from Neil Andrew Patrick, a British citizen who claims he's married and lives in the U.K., and he has a deal on private purchasing and supply quality wholesale chemicals across the globe, and he needs my assistance to receive an outstanding payment of $398,700.50. Now, I don't even know what to say to that because, I mean, I had an opportunity seven months ago for $47 million. And now times are so tough that I'm supposed to jump in for $398,000? No, thank you. Sorry. That's not, that's not worth my time. I mean, I, I could forward the email to you if you'd like. You can email me at chewingthefat at theblaze.com. No problem. I'll, I'm happy to forward it to you. But I, I mean, come on now. Times are so tough that we've dropped emails, scam emails. I mean, uh, emails to help people. And they're at 398000 bucks instead of in the millions. And on top of that, they're saying that I'm going to receive from my vendor to take out 10%. Oh, uh, okay. Um, no, how about that? How about no, <laughs> just weird. Just really, really weird that we've dropped it down to hundreds of thousands of dollars. Stick to the millions. If you want people to play, stick to the millions. In fact, that should be the new chewing the fat lottery. Stick to the millions. Well, it feels like so much has happened since we last spoke. I mean, we spoke, what, the 17th or 18th of December. So it's only been 12 or 13, 14 days, something like that. It feels like forever. Thank you for coming along for the ride today. Good news in Scotland for those of you that are witches or have, uh, you know, a gene pool from witches. Apparently Scotland may now they may, <laughs> it hasn't been done yet. Don't, don't get your fingers crossed yet. Uh, well, or get them uncrossed either way. Uh, they may posthumously pardon people executed as witches. I know that's good news. I mean, they're still dead. <laughs> and it was, you know, 400 years ago. But hey, we're going to pardon them anyway. Guess what? You know what? They probably weren't witches. So we probably shouldn't have done that. I mean, we already, we, they did that with their witchcraft act 
which was repealed in 1735. But until they did that, about 3,837 people were accused of of being a witch. And most of them were women. And uh, only two-thirds, they didn't kill them all. They only killed about two-thirds of them. That's all. Don't worry about it. It was just a little fight between the Roman Catholic Church and the aristocrats. Yeah, I know. I know. The, the aristocracy. Yeah, there was a big fight, and you know we couldn't have that. So uh, King James believed uh, in witches and developed what they thought were scientific methods to detect them. Interesting, isn't it, that science has evolved? So what they believed 400 years ago isn't quite what we believe now in fact it isn't even quite what they believed i don't know 350 years ago anyway uh we only killed about two-thirds of the 3,837 people who were accused of the crime now again uh king james believed that he had developed a way a scientific way to detect whether you were a witch or not and he believed that pricking that person with a long needle to see how much they bled and if it wasn't enough blood (laughs) yeah you're a witch okay (laughs) i'm gonna poke you with this needle let's hope you build bleed enough if you don't you're a witch oh that's almost like what we were doing here yeah well we'll put them underwater and we'll drown them and if they come back to life they were they're a witch Oh, no, darn it, we were wrong. Oh, wow. So, anyway, uh, the witches are still really, really mad. Uh, Some of the campaigners are invoking uh, other big blotches in Scottish history. They, uh, the Witches of Scotland podcast, said that it's uh, not dissimilar to how Scotland needs to face up to its role in the transatlantic slave trade. Oh, okay. All right. Well, go ahead. Own up to it then. No problem. Now, apparently, uh, the witches of the world are pissed at, uh, they're still mad at Donald Trump. Why, you ask? Well, and if you would think to yourself, well, I bet it's because he used to call that whole thing a, a witch hunt, you would be right. You would be 100% right. <laughs> <laughs> the witches are pissed, okay? And they have been pissed since Donald Trump. They're still mad at him because, you know what they said? It may on the surface seem like a harmless way to trivialize this special Robert Mueller's investigation into Russia's interference, but as the actual community of witches, we disavow this constant invocation of a witch hunt it's problematic and frankly a bit hurtful really is it uh i mean he's saying he's calling something a witch hunt which makes it bad so he's really on your side he doesn't believe in witch hunts right it's ridiculous he's saying that witch hunts are ridiculous so he's not saying kill the witches he's saying don't do the witch hunt uh, I'm just making a case for for former President Trump. That's all. Uh, but those who practice witchcraft, uh, that if you call something uh, a witch hunt, uh, that just brings up painful memories of a hurtful period. Does it? 
does it. Okay. All right. I mean, I I almost want to reach out to the Witches of Scotland podcast and talk to them. It might I might be uh, might be fun. It might be fun. I've known a few witches in my life, aside from the jokes. <laughs> Aside from the actual witch jokes, I have actually known people who profess to be witches in my life. And one was great. I loved her so much. And she was so awesome. And then the one thing she told me to do to make something happen, I never did. And I should have because I would uh, really like it if it would have happened. I would have been very happy. If what I wanted to happen, happened. And because I didn't follow through on what the witch told me to do, that didn't happen. Now, this witch that I knew, this particular witch was a good witch. Uh, she, she did not want anything to do with the the, the bad witches. I got to read. We're going to talk to these people. I have, I have got to talk to the, to the Witches of Scotland podcast people. So I'm cl- guessing that... Claire Mitchell, yes, Claire Mitchell, who uh, launched the Witches of Scotland. That They may just show up here on Chewing the Fat very soon. Anyway, be careful when you say th- someone is on a witch hunt because it's hurtful. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. Welcome to, oh my gosh, 2022 break rooms. Good to see you. Glad we're back. Get yourself something cold to drink and sit down. We got some We got some serious things to talk about. You know, there are a lot of entertainment stuff going on. Did you see? Oh. Mm. So good. I don't even know where to start. I guess, you know, who died today? But it really isn't today. I mean, who died the last couple weeks since we've been gone? Because it feels like they've just been dropping over. I mean, we lost Betty White. We lost John Madden. We lost Harry Reid. I mean, those are the three biggies, I think, right? I'm probably missing someone. But, I mean, Betty White, We I saw that she had, I mean, the day... The day that we got the news that she passed away, I see a picture of her on the National Enquirer or the Examiner that we're celebrating her 100th birthday coming up on the 17th of this month, January 2022. Uh, no. But yes, we are. Of course, we're going to celebrate her birthday. Of course, we're going to celebrate her 100th birthday, even though she didn't make it. So, I mean, People Magazine had their big thing out there. They kind of jinxed it. National Examiner jinxed it. I mean, if you're the guy putting the National Examiner, maybe he probably did it early in the morning, but if I'm the guy putting the National Examiner on the racks and I see the link come through, hey, Betty died, am I putting that on the shelf? Maybe I am. Maybe I don't care. I don't know. And John Madden, they just had a big special to do about him on Christmas. And then he passed away. Very sad. And Harry Reid, I mean, rest in peace, I guess. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Rest in peace, Harry. Fine. 
And we have all kinds of stuff to watch over the holidays. My gosh, on top of what some great football games and some not so great football games, uh, there was some. We had uh, being the Ricardos, which I, I of the Lucille Ball movie on Amazon. I thought was great. I really enjoyed that. Had a lot of fun, and it told a story that I wasn't aware of. And I've read a lot on Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz, and I never heard the story that they did in the movie, which is probably why they did it. But it's a fascinating story of how they stayed alive and how Lucy made it through the communist uh, phase of Hollywood. And it was really, really, really worth a watch. But if I hear, I swear, all I read all over the holidays is how Nicole Kidman is being discriminated against turned down in Hollywood because of age at about 40 you're done she says Hollywood kicks you to the curb is that right is that right Nicole because if I go back the last couple years you're working and you're doing a lot of stuff so I'd like to just say uh no that isn't true especially not today with all the outlets and opportunities that you have to make great content. Please stop it. I mean, she's been in, holy cow, she's in Aquaman, right? Uh, that, let's go, let's go back just a, just a little bit. Shall we? She's in Aquaman and they're, they're producing post-production of the, another one that she's in. She was in nine perfect strangers, which was great. She was in The Undoing, which was great. Uh, she was in The Big Little Lies. There's another guy that died. <laughs> another who died today. The director, producer guy of Big Little Lies. What was his name? I got to give him his love. Yeah, Jean-Marc Vallée. Or Jean-Marc Val. Or Vale. Jean-Marc V-A-L-L-E, whatever, however he pronounces his stupid name. They found him in his shack up in Canada. So, I mean, rest in peace to Jean. I didn't, I'm not making light of your death. But I am saying that Nicole Kidman needs to quit her whining. She's been working all over. Oh, Hollywood ban older women, do they? Okay. Well, then you got together and did a bunch of stuff, didn't you? So you're pretty good. I mean, if you got, holy cow, and she's been working a lot the last few years so i don't want to hear her whining about being canceled and older women in hollywood not anymore not anymore my friend sorry nicole i don't buy it have a good day take care the problem i have with nicole kidman is i just i i love her work but i just can't bring myself to like her <laughs> I know it's just me. I get it. It's okay. And I watch her stupid shows and her work, and she's always enjoyable, and I love her work. And she was great as Lucille Ball, but and she was great in those other shows as well. Nine Perfect Strangers, The Undoing, although I didn't like the ending still, and uh, Big Little Lies was awesome. I mean, it just it was. It, I just don't like her. Okay, we'll just leave it at that. I just don't like her. Oh, and we talked about before we left how uh, Schwarzenegger and Shriver were not divorced yet. Well, sad news or good news, depending on who you're rooting for. The divorce is final. Yeah, it's over. It's been 10 years since they began that divorce settlement proceedings. And it's finally 
over. And with 35 years of marriage, so 25. I mean, if, they've, if we're still counting the 10 that they've been fighting over the finalization of the divorce papers. So, you know, 25 of years that they were together. Don't forget uh, what ended that one, though. Uh, a, the governor, uh, I think he was done, right? He was over... He was over with with the governor, so he was just back to being plain old, you know, superstar actor, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, former governor of California, and uh, he was admitted that yeah, the the, uh, fourteen-year-old kid that I've got with, (laughs) I was I was doing the housekeeper. Yeah, well, Maria, what can I tell you? She was there, you weren't. Oh, you were downstairs. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Oh, and don't forget, the 26th season of The Bachelor premieres tonight. <laughs> Yay! You know, I, can, I don't know that I've actually seen a full episode of The Bachelor. Now, I know I've seen clips and I've watched, you know, bits and pieces, but I don't know that I've actually watched an episode from beginning to end. So... There's that. I might have to get back to Better Call Saul. You know, I started watch. I started watching a little bit. There's so much. There's so much good entertainment out there. New stuff. New stuff that's out there. And oh, the season finale of Yellowstone was last night. I was a little disappointed, to be honest. Kind of a little disappointing uh, for the season finale of Yellowstone. But you know, we'll see how it goes. We can talk about it. We can sit down. We can discuss. But it seemed like there should have been more. I wanted more. After the season finale of last season with the everybody getting shot up and blown up, this seemed a little anticlimactic. Ah, yeah, all right, that happened, sure. All right, fine. We all, only one person died. That's it. All right. Plus, we didn't even get to see everything that the wolf told our boy. Okay, We didn't get to see it. I know. I mean, we we learned what it what he said, what he said he saw. But I mean, could he have taken the other path and gone down something else? Possible, possible. Anyway, if you watched it, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I started while well, I started with with just talking about Saul because you know I've watched. I started watching Better Call Saul at some point. I don't know what season that shows on eight or nine or ten, something like that. And I've watched. I started watching it off and on. I don't know a couple of years ago, and I got into it, and then I got away from it. It just was one of those shows that didn't grab me. I really liked it when I watched it, but I didn't. You know, I had other stuff to watch. There's other things, you know. And so I start. I see where Netflix has put up the first four seasons. And so I'm sitting there one afternoon and I, you know, I decide, well, you know what? Maybe I'll, I'll watch, I'll watch, so I'll start at season one and I'll watch it until I get to the point where I saw some of the episodes uh, and then I'll stop and, you know, I'll catch up some later time. I'm a, none of them. I don't know when I started watching, but the first three seasons, I saw zero of them before. I was really good. I mean, it was awesome. So if you get a chance and you haven't watched Better Call Saul, well worth it. It's fun. Really fun. And I'll tell you another thing that's really whew, was tough throughout the holidays is that there's a couple of you know times during the each episode almost where there's smoking going on. And it's a, it's a relaxing end of the day cigarette smoke. 
And I know, I know. I look, I'm done. I haven't smoked. I'm not going to smoke. Back off me. Leave me alone. I know. It's terrible and bad. You know what those things do to you? Yeah, I do. I got it. But when they are both smoking, it looks so good. I mean, I see people smoking sometimes, and it just looks like, oh, my gosh. What are you doing? Put that thing away. Don't smoke like that. You're just, that's just bad. But sometimes it looks so good. Or you could just. <sighs> you have that smoke wafting around you. Oh, man. Oh. Oh. And then. <coughs> you know what I'm saying. Okay, just a reminder that you can contact uh, the show by emailing chewingthefat at theblaze.com at any time, and I'll try to get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you for everyone who emailed over the holidays, and I uh, really appreciate it. We'll get to some of those in some future episodes of Chewing the Fat, I promise. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. You can follow me on Getter at JeffyJFR. You can follow me on Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio, and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Oh my gosh, that's the same as this show. And be sure, if you are listening to this show right now and you are not a subscriber, if you're just freeloading off of somebody else, what are you doing? Uh, first of all, uh, I've made it free, okay? So it's not costing you anything. So you need to become a subscriber yourself so you can subscribe on the platform that you're freeloading off of from your friend, or you can choose a platform that you prefer, and then you can subscribe and become your own little self-sustained subscriber. Thank you. Appreciate it to chewing the fat on whatever platform you warms the little cockles of your heart. Okay. Hey, good news. Uh, the FDA has granted emergency authorization for Pfizer's booster injections in children and teens ages 12 to 15. So that's good news, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen, they authorized it on the basis of real-world data that they got from Israel. So shut up. And there's no clinical trials that are cited in the FDA press release. So they just, you know, went ahead with the real world data and said, yeah, go ahead. Uh, we'll give you that emergency authorization. Okay. So live with it. And we know that New York, good news, good news out of New York, which is special. They're going to uh, make sure that non-white people are, you know, given priority when distributing the life-saving COVID treatments. So that's more good news there, right? Look, individuals should re receive priority for COVID-19 treatments based on risk factors. That includes those who are immunocompromised, those who are age 65 or older, and those who are overweight. There's also a note in there, though, that says, hey, you know, 
any COVID-infected people who are non-white should receive priority for treatment over white people because of, yes, you guessed it, inequities. Yes, hello, non-white race or Hispanic Latino ethnicity, ethnicity, say that word ethnicity should be considered a risk factor as long-standing systemic health and social inequities have contributed to an increased risk of severe illness and death from COVID-19 so how about you zip your white mouth <laughs> you're not as sick as you thought you were okay so there So don't tell me, oh, but I've got COVID and I'm sick too. Yeah, well, you're white, so get to the back of the line, okay? Like I said before, zip your white mouth, whitey, (laughs) okay? Zip it. You're not as sick as you thought you were. Wow, just amazing. Amazing times we live in. Amazing times. You know, we also learned over the holidays that my man from Japan has invented a lickable Taste the TV screen. Yes. Come on now. Tell me that's not going to be on sale, you know, on the Goop website soon. Lickable TV? Oh, yeah. Remember the... Now, this goes back a long time, and I don't remember this personally because I was way too young for this. But remember the scratch and sniff? magazines you don't yeah well there used to be this thing called magazines and uh that you could purchase them and uh (laughs) if you opened up to a particular page there may be something on that page where you could scratch it and sniff it and it was supposed to smell like whatever the picture was on page of the magazine anyway that's what we're going to get on tv have you ever watched a television show and said oh man i bet you that tastes good well now you're going to be able to make sure and see if it if it does because you'll be able to lick your tv i know how cool is that taste the tv yay so what he's done is he's created a 10-flavor carousel that, when combined, can imitate specific foods' flavors from chocolate to pizza. Now, you know. You know as well as I do. They're going to be adding other flavors to that, and it ain't going to be food. So don't be telling, oh, gross. You know it's happening. All right, that's where we're going to get the distinct. It's where things start. You know that. my gosh once mixed uh, the flavor combination rolls over the tv screen via the hygienic uh-huh film for consumers a uh, licking pleasure yay now i know in the story they call it the boob tube yeah that's because that's what it's gonna be the boob tube licking food feature is intended to enhance connection starved watchers Yes, if you're connection-starved, you, you need to have the ability to connect and interact while, while you're limited. You're limited because of, you know, the coronavirus restrictions. Yeah, you've been locked up so long that, you know, I know you're in the meta, but if you're in the meta and you can lick a screen, 
to taste what you're dealing with in the metaverse now we're talking now we're getting there now i mean zuckerberg's gonna have to pay big for the lickable tv for the old boob tube licking because once you're in the metaverse man you're gonna want some boob tube licking going on pretty sure pretty sure that's what's gonna happen (laughs) so i guess the flavor jets squirt out the substance onto a plastic sheet and then you lick that screen so okay i great no problem it sounds wonderful and beautiful and man if you could just lick that tv screen and let me know what it tastes like now we're talking now according to this guy he said he can create this unit right now for about 187 dollars to build to build uh commercially 875 bucks come on now no way no way i can't get an 80 inch tv for 875 bucks close but not and now you're going to tell me i'm going to be able to get a lickable well okay so you get the lickable tv now i got to talk this through a little bit you get the lickable tv but you're going to have to buy the flavor gel cells that come together right so if you're gonna (laughs) i have to buy the flavor gel cells that make the chocolate taste or that make the steak taste or that make the boob tube taste you know what i'm talking about yeah that's what you're gonna get at goop that's where you're that's where they're gonna make their money it's not the tv the tv is just the the device you're gonna want the you're gonna want the liquid you're gonna need the liquid you just you can quote me on that you're gonna need the liquid So I've joked around about being ready to get chipped and uh, just put the chip in me and be done with it. But I know we had big news over the holidays where people in Sweden are getting microchipped uh, to have their COVID-19 vaccination records just on the chip. And so it's a little bit different, though. I, I saw I watched a video of this particular microchip and it isn't the microchip that has all the information and can be tracked although you could still get that and i know that we did stories and have done stories about the microchips in sweden that are you know have all your information and you're able to access your home and your office and wherever you want to go and you know when that's how you get in and it has your information on it and there you're able to be tracked and know where you're at this particular chip for the COVID-19 vaccination, and I think, and I'm not sure if this particular one had uh, other health information on it, but this chip was just to have your COVID-19 vaccination records because you wanted to get into events and get in and be able to go out and about, you know, you know, live your life. And so you were able to just, you know, put the phone over it and it would show that you were... Uh, up to date on your COVID-19 vaccinations, whether you've had two or three or four or five or 10 or 20, just showing that you were up to date, but it wasn't the tracking microchip. Oh, so that's fine then. Shut up. That's what I mean. 
it's fine. I mean, that's like carrying around a wallet, right? Except they're just putting it under your skin. <laughs> that's it, though. That's it, though. Now, the other microchip is a different story. That's the one that can be tracked. That's the one, boop, and you're just good, right? I mean, it's got all your information from banking to family to all of it. And so you just, whatever story you're in, boop, and you're good. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Just, I mean, who wants to carry around that stuff in a wallet, right? Your proof of vaccination and your your driver's license and your health information and all that stuff. You just, just put it, go ahead, put it in me. You just boop, and you're good. And it's fine. And if you need help, you say, what happens what happens if, you know, like the, the girl, the girl with the story, the missing college student, they found her alive, thank God, because of her phone. And the guy was, a, you know, of course, the criminal was an idiot. And that's just the way life is. But if she had a chip, it could have been a lot easier. <laughs> I mean, if it saves one life, right? Isn't that what we're told? If it saves one life. So a 19-year-old Utah college student missing for five days, they found her alive. Okay, I mean, which is wonderful. And, you know, I'm happy that they found her alive. But they found her alive for a couple of reasons. One, her parents were diligent and went above and beyond. And it was, you know, thank God they did. But this guy, and they found her in this guy's house, <laughs> naked and under a pile of coal. I mean, nothing sounds, nothing makes you happier than being buried under a pile of coal naked. I don't care who you are. So she was last seen leaving her college dorm on Monday, December 13th. All right. And she was looking like she was going out with someone. And then they had video footage of her, just, uh, you know, what she was wearing and how she was leaving. But uh, she sent a message from her phone to her parents saying, I love you. And the parents were like, hey. She usually sends a message of, hey, you know, stick it up, you wrecked them. Uh, wrecked them. Darn near killed them. No, they just didn't feel that that was right. So it was, there was no, that was it. It was just a message that said, I love you. And that was it. It wasn't, I love you. Hey, talk to you later. It wasn't, uh, you know, hey, take care or I'm headed out. Talk to you later. Can't wait to get home. And nothing like that. And so they went to the Verizon store to track the location of the phone and found out that the text was sent from a residence in, you know, 90 miles away from where she was supposed to be. So then they, you know, the police came by and, uh, you know, said, Hey, uh, we got us, you know, we're going to let you in. Uh, we're going to check your place out. And he was like, uh, no, uh, no, 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 you're not coming in. Uh, not allowing you into my house, which I, I'm glad actually that he did that. Not, not because I didn't want anything harm to come to the girl, but I make the police do their job. And so they got a search warrant and got a hold of the actual homeowners, not him. He wasn't the homeowner. He was living in the house. So they got permission to enter the house and then they, you know, they got in and they found her ID. They found her. And, you know, in those old houses, uh, they have those big coal wells down in the basement where, you know, they'd put the coal that nobody remembers what they used to do, but it was just, it was a window. And then the, you know, the coal truck would come and put the, 
put the slide down and Nicole would go into your house and that's what you burn for heat. This guy still might be doing that apparently since she was completely covered in coal. But uh, so he's going down, but good, good, good. But if she had a chip, they wouldn't have had to go through all of that at all. They would have had to just log on to microchip.com. <laughs> Saveafife.com. And there they would have told her, boop, she's 90 miles away from where she's supposed to be. And man, who doesn't want that just to be tracked and and so you know it's for your safety it is for your safety and news that is coming i mean the microchips are already being used in uh, you know in sweden and a few other smaller places around the world but china has now started using an ai prosecutor to charge people with crimes and they claim that it's got more than a 97 percent accuracy rating so man it sucks to be that three percent though doesn't it (laughs) so it apparently uh identifies dissent against the state and suggests sentences for supposed criminals removing people from the prosecution process that's great i mean who wants people involved in that so, I mean, according to this, there are already fears that the system could be weaponized by the Chinese Communist Party. Wait, what? No, stop it. You're you're crazy talk now, is what you are. You are crazy talk. So the tool can file a charge based on a verbal description of the case and was built and tested by the Shanghai Pudong People's Pro- Procuratorate. 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 Yeah, that's, that's what I said. Procuratorate. That's what I said, okay? Geez, leave me alone. Wow. So the Shanghai Pudong people's... Procuratorate. Yeah. Uh, they are the biggest and busiest. Okay, okay, I got it. So they're the biggest and busiest district and prosecution office in China. And they're going to... Well, that would allow, according to them, human prosecutors to their prosecutors to ease their workload i mean hello they've just got too much work and it would allow them to focus on more complex cases right you don't want them working on that silly stuff let the let the robot do it okay the system can run on a standard desktop computer press charges based on a thousand traits from the human generated case description text oh that's good that's good it was trained using 17,000 real-life cases, and it's able to identify and press charges for the eight most common crimes in Shanghai. You know, for now. Those, those crimes are provoking trouble. <laughs> and I hate, I hate provoking trouble, man. You don't want to go down for that. And if the computer robot says you were provoking trouble, well, then you were provoking trouble. And uh, credit card fraud, gambling crimes, dangerous driving, theft, fraud, intentional injury, and obstructing official duties. So you do any of those, the robot will shut you down and find you guilty. So, man, that's good news, right? That is good news. 
there was no no information in the story what happens to the three percent that get wrong does someone realize that it's wrong and they fix it is there a computer watching a computer is there a human actually overseeing the robots and when do we you know who oversees who and what happens if a mistake is made because you don't want to be part of the three percent man if you were part of the 3% and the robot says, hey, 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 you were, you know, provoking trouble and you weren't, well, you want someone on your side, right? I will say, though, here in America, you know, with our with the, the way our judges work, when they have specific guidelines, they it isn't, we've lost the ability to have common sense. We've heard that from judges many times in stories and in, in crime criminal cases where they say, well, you know, if it was up to me, I would let you off or, you know, have a, a smaller sentence. But I can't. I have to follow the guidelines. Well, that's what the computer is saying. I wonder if you have the, the robot, though, you know, is going to have the, the gavel. Because, I mean, when the robot brings the gavel down, you are guilty my friend and don't you even think about questioning it okay i don't want to hear it because the robot yeah said that you were provoking trouble or that you were had credit card fraud or a gambling crime or dangerous driving (laughs) or you were obstructing official duties guilty and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.